GreatHomeLoan.com for all of your home loan needs, be they big, be they small, whatever. Investment homes, you're going to do a duplex, live in half while you rent out the other half. You're a veteran. Uh, Do you live in a rural area? Do you already have a home loan? Uh, There's so many different variables. No one is one size fits all. Uh, Too often that's what you get with these uh, major, the the big banks and these massive lenders. And they'll just enter some information, or better yet, just do it yourself on the Internet. Plug in some information and good luck. Um, Having experts who do this in and out who are part of the community, who live right here, who are accessible seven days a week until 7 o'clock at night, has massive, massive benefits. And that's what you get with the characters at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. You have that accessibility. You can visit with them, meet with them. You can call them on a Saturday if something pops up. And they want to, obviously, because they're working with you hand-in-hand and trying to take care of the difficult things so you don't have to, they are going to make sure you know ahead of time what things not to do in order to cause disruption. And many of these things you wouldn't think in a million years could do damage to your efforts, but in fact they do. And that's where you get the guidance and the help from IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com because you do. You may have heard the top of the hour, the news and Republicans, bipartisan. Uh, you know what? Back this off here. I was going to erroneously say Republicans passed the funding for Israel that the Biden administration wanted. But that would have been inaccurate. A bipartisan Congress passed it. There were 10 Democrats who crossed the aisle and voted with Republicans to pass the Israeli, the funding for Israel that was the specific amount the Biden administration asked for. What we're going to watch at play here is what we all knew was coming, and we knew it was coming the moment that Biden from the Oval Office tried to tell the American people that Ukraine and Israel are the same. They're one and the same. You cannot fund one without the other. They are just as important. It is becoming increasingly less popular amongst the American people to continue to give Zelensky a blank check. In fact, Gallup, I think it's Gallup latest polling showed a plurality of Americans, 44% say, we need to stop this, we're doing too much. You had, I think, 20-some percent or 30-some percent say it's the right amount, and then 20 or 30% saying uh, we should do more. The, The plurality is not on the side of Biden. For whatever reason, though, He is intent on giving Zelensky whatever he wants. I happen to believe that the Ukrainian government has leverage over the Biden administration because of all the the corruption and Hunter Biden and the payoffs and, and everything. And so because of that, Biden is being held essentially hostage. And he is, Zelensky, whatever you want, I'll make sure you get it. And so in an effort to continue protecting himself from any dirt that that the Ukrainians have on Biden, he's trying to utilize the popularity of support for Israel to get Zelensky what he wants. And the the Republicans, along with 10 Democrats, are saying, no, you you said you want this much for Israel. Here it is. Now, we could talk about the Ukrainian thing separately. We'll do that. But here it is. Now, Mitch McConnell has been a supporter of linking them together. Uh, Of course, Democrats run the Senate. 
The White House has said they would veto this. They're trying to play chicken with the Republicans. This is where we're going to see, in a very important way, the leadership skills of Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House. Will he do what Republicans traditionally do and buckle under to the Democrats out of fear of how they're going to look? Or is he going to hold firm for two reasons? One, because it is the right thing to do. You do not want our enemies and the enemies of Israel believing that what happens in Ukraine can affect our resolve for Israel and vice versa. It is in the best interest of the United States in terms of a strength perspective for our enemies to see that we have these separate and we're going to deal with them separately because we, you know, we're not going to let one potentially drag the other one down. Secondly, politically, I believe if presented straightforward and accurately, the American people will side with the approach of funding these separately. And they will see through the administration's cynical ploy to allow Zelensky to continue to use the American people as a blank paycheck by forcing us to fund it through the funding of Israel. As long as this is explained, in a, and you know, the, the media, of course, are going to be side on, on the Democrat, and they're going to make it sound like is, aid to Israel is being held up because of Republicans refusing to give in on Ukraine. No. The money has been passed. The money is available. The question is, will the Senate and the White House accept it, or will they say, no, we won't take it unless you also fund whatever it is that Zelensky wants for Ukraine as well. Now, they also have in there as a talking point the fact that, God forbid, Mike Johnson said, we're not going to borrow more money to do this. We will find it elsewhere. And uh, the it's not cutting money from the IRS that they're utilizing, but the money, that, that massive amount of money that was promised uh, to expand the IRS, uh, that's one of the areas that Johnson is saying, well, we're going to use that money instead. So... Again, God forbid this idea of fiscal responsibility and not spending money we don't have. So those are two areas that, politically speaking and morally speaking, Mike Johnson and the Republicans have the benefit. So the this is going to be a very interesting test of leadership and in you know, politics for Mike Johnson as Speaker of the House. Springfield's Talk 1041, the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. Another delay has hit the Kansas Expressway Extension Project. Plainview Road will remain closed for another two weeks. It was supposed to open on Wednesday. The project will extend Kansas Expressway almost to the Green Christian County line, but work has been delayed several times due to issues like misplaced internet cables being discovered underground. The Kansas extension from Republic Road to Plainview will officially open sometime between November 15th and the end of the year. The man who set a fire inside a Springfield sporting goods store will spend three years in prison. Robert Ruffner pled guilty to setting fire to a clothing on a rack at Academy Sports in order to create a diversion so he could shoplift merchandise. Police tracked down Ruffner after footage showed him running from the store and entering a nearby library center. Ruffner admitted to police he just got off parole for first-degree robbery and had spent nine years in prison. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements 
It is going to be a pretty nice weekend from Color 10. Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, 65 today, 46 tonight, 65 tomorrow, mostly sunny Sunday, high of 70. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. Well, I was talking with someone a couple days ago, and we were talking about making sure that we are better prepared to protect ourselves and our families if we are ever in a situation where we need to do so. And uh, one of the things that I mentioned to this individual was maybe you should take a trip down to Quick Draw Gun in Monette. And Brad and his team, they are are just I recommend them because they're phenomenal people whenever you go down there to either restock on ammo or maybe you're wanting to do custom laser engraving or um, seracoding services or maybe you are new to the firearm world and you are looking to purchase your first ever firearm um, and it's a little intimidating and Brad and his team they do a great job answering any questions you may have um, they're not going to try to sell you something because it's something that they want to sell you they're going to listen to your wants and your needs and they're going to make sure to take all of that into consideration and try to uh, match you with the best firearm that works specifically for you. And that's just something I really appreciate about them. And I think that's something that you will appreciate as well. Now, if you are interested in taking a trip down there to Monette, uh, you can find all of the contact information for Brad and his team. Plus, you can find uh, their shop location, their hours of operation. All of that is going to be housed under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. And now the latest traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. We got happy hour Retro Metro this afternoon, 4 to 6. It is a social event for the most elite. I'm just kidding. It's for us cave people, you and me, the hillbillies, the flyover country. People that sometimes we eat with our fingers. You know, the type that the elite like to reject. So that'll be Retro Metro, 4 to 6. Love for you to come by. It is come and go as you please. And Cam should be there uh, regarding uh, any, well, we've got the great escape coming up. She's got some info. She's going to stop by. And also your last chance to register to win a pair of tickets for our private showing of The Burbs, one of my favorite movies. That will be at Alamo Draft House tomorrow. And, of course, we get a chance as uh, we get into election season to talk with a lot of folks that otherwise you may not be familiar with statewide races people from areas of the state uh stopping through and visiting one of those individuals that i've actually uh been friends with on facebook for some time but actually communicated with for the very first time this morning and that is paul barry now do you go by paul barry the third or do you just go by paul barry yeah i go by paul barry the third okay very good i wasn't sure and i so the um you're running for lieutenant governor welcome appreciate you here this morning. Good morning, Springfield. Happy Friday. Uh, Tom Martz, he had a couple weeks ago or last week, he reached out and said, uh, Paul Barry III is going to be in the area. Do you want to have him? I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds great. And um, um, and I told him, I said, I, I don't really know him. I know of him. I follow him on Facebook. I said, best I can tell, he's a real annoyance to the establishment. So that sounds good. <laughs> So you're running. What are you running as? Why are you running? I know a lot of our listeners, this is the first time uh, hearing from you or knowing who you are. So just tell people who you are and what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. So my name is Paul Berry III. Uh, I'm a St. Louis County resident, uh, obviously a Republican. And the main thing I want to hit before we get to sort of the big issues of uh, what's important to me Number one, we have a we have a country and a state and just all over the state that has just lost our way in a lot of ways. You know, I mean, before we get to specific politics or even what they call partisan politics, I think that America is drifting. And, you know, 
to me, I think that the Constitution is the basis of our freedoms, and I think our elected officials throw it by the wayside when they find it when they find it convenient. Uh, for myself, and the number one thing that I to the listeners of Springfield. What does the lieutenant governor do other than drive around in his car and hand out resolutions? He has the ability to provide leadership on major issues that may fall in between the cracks or need leadership to get done. Uh, you know, you have a governor and he signs bills. He's in charge of the executive branch. You have an attorney general that files lawsuits and defends the state against legal action. You have a treasurer that deals with the finances. You have a secretary of state that deals with elections and business registration. A few things that I want to do with the lieutenant governor's seat that isn't done the same way as I'm going to explain. Number one, the lieutenant governor gets to debate every bill that comes to the Senate of the Committee of the Whole. I think that that's not utilized enough. I think that it's really important to bring attention. And look, people say drain the swap, all legislators are scum. To be perfectly uh, frank with uh, the Springfield listeners, there are good people in Jeff City. Okay, whether they're doing good is usually the question, and sometimes it's because lobbyists have hooks in them and they're being extorted. There's times where you can read the language of a bill, but don't have the vision to understand the real implications of it. And you could read something that says, "Hey, that sounds great," but to understand where where I call the um, the the Easter eggs in the bill, oh, I, I don't see that being done enough. Um, one of my big things as lieutenant, uh, your future lieutenant governor is economic development. Where does that apply to Springfield? Springfield has, and it's really interesting because you guys have urban and rural issues in the same breath, okay? And it's really important to have a lieutenant governor that can connect the economic resources of the state and make sure those are being applied you know, properly in the area. You have local elected officials. So I'm not here to get into a zoning issue. I'm not here to get into, you know, what we're going to do with the streets. That's why you elect your local officials. When your local elected officials are having problems, that's sort of where I come in. And then the connection with the voters, because I get elected by the voters, is to make sure I'm pairing what I'm hearing from the state, the local government, and that average voter to make sure, you know, look at me like an expediter at a restaurant, okay? I'm not serving the food. I'm not cooking the food. I'm not the manager. I'm just the guy to make sure the plates are going out and everybody and, and the whole system's working. And I think that there's, um, I think that also when it comes to things that are very near and dear to me, uh, Nick, like the Second Amendment, school choice, being pro-life, there's a lot of information that's even happening that, I'm going to be talking about for the first time, you know, uh, you know, I'll give you an example if you want to discuss the Second Amendment, okay? Right, right now, there's an initiative petition that has been uh, 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 certified by the state that wants to change our gun rights to where the state government doesn't set them, every local county gets to set their own gun laws. Why that's a bad idea? For first, for practicality purposes, do you want different gun regu regulations in all 114 counties of the state? Just imagine you drive, you know, north or south, and now you have a new gun regulation. The issue that I have, and why I want to run for this office, other than this show, I don't know where it's being reported that these things are going on. 
you know, school choice. Now, I'm a big proponent of that. The tax dollars need to follow the kid. And if you have a good school district and they're doing the right thing, you don't want to move your kids. But they shouldn't be stuck at a failing school. Also, if your school is so woke that the ideology is just out of control, you will have the ability to put your kid in a different public school, private school, religious school. And when they did the fiscal note, the uh, uh, Missouri uh, Auditor's Office, they said that my plan will cost less than $500,000 per year to implement it. They've always said that this is going to cost billions. We can't afford it. I wrote it. Um, uh, you know, in the way that the Senate and House should have passed it, but I can't get it out because the special interests control the Republicans. I expect the Democrats to be with the teachers' unions, but why is it we have a a, a conservative base of super majorities in this state, and we can't seem to walk and chew gum with a conservative breath? Paul Barry the third with us, running for lieutenant governor. Going to take a quick break, and I have a few other questions for you. And you know, one of them, and it seems like you touch on it a little bit, is dealing with this being a red state, a Republican state. Yet we, some of the more impactful bits of legislation that have passed and been signed in are tax increases, expansion of government, and so Republicans that are looking for a smaller government, lower tax party, sometimes find themselves at a loss and think, well, what's the point in even voting for Republicans when we seem to oftentimes pass legislation that Democrats would like? So we'll get your thoughts on that and, and why it is, as you seek that nomination, the Republican nomination for lieutenant governor, that uh, you are the best pick above any of your competitors. That with Paul Berry third coming up here from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. Springfield's Talk 1041 is always just an app away. Download the KSGF app and listen live or catch what you missed on KSGF Mornings with Nick. Streaming live, KSGF.com, also the KSGF app. Don't forget our happy hour, 4 to 6 this afternoon. I should have um, off air invited you. You're more than welcome. Paul Barry the third running for lieutenant governor. I'm sure you're campaigning through the area, but if you're free from 4 to 6 down the road, Metro Retro Metro, we're having a happy hour get-together. So I'm sure people would love to meet you as you go around and, and talk about why it is you're running. And we do have to get a traffic update here in just a couple of moments, but I want to keep you over, if you would, after that. Um, but I, I, I do know that a lot of people are going to wonder, as, as other Republicans travel across Missouri and say, I'm the one who should be the Republican nominee, a natural question is, well, why you over the others? Well, one thing I can tell you, I'll walk through it briefly. Uh, one of my opponents is the current Missouri House Speaker, Dean Plocker, and um, I think he should work on accounting and not utilizing uh, state funds for trips to Waikiki and $400 in a trip for uh, valet parking. You know, with a, a Speaker Plocker, that's the second most powerful position in the state. So I think everybody's got a good view of what his principles are. And quite frankly, what can you do as lieutenant governor that you couldn't do as the House Speaker? One of my other opponents is Holly Rader. She's a senator from Sykeston. Um, you know, I believe that she's a nice woman. But uh, in my opinion, she's controlled by remote control by consultants. I don't think she has the gravitas to think for herself on major issues and you know if a debate comes uh, that'll be made clear and my third opponent's dr bob onder he's a senator from lake st louis former senator 
and quite frankly, it's just a battle of uh, one being him uh, believes that being a hero is reading a book filibustering. And I look, I appreciate people that filibuster, but my mama taught me don't take credit for the things you're supposed to do. You get elected to the Senate and you try to stop a bill, you know, it, you don't get a participation trophy for that. Uh, in St. Louis, the area that we're from, when COVID mandates came to my town, I was the very first person in the state to file a lawsuit because they told my daughter she could not cheerlead outside six feet apart with masks. And she was a senior. She won a college scholarship cheerleading. And I sued uh, things like uh, Rex Sinkfield. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a billionaire in my area, donates a lot of money, and, and there's a lot of things I support him on. But when he wanted to take the Democratic Republic of the city of St. Louis and merge it with my county to create a super county like Chicago, I fought that. They spent millions of dollars and they packed up ship. Then they came and they wanted to sell our airport to a bunch of private investors who we didn't know who they were, and I fought that too. And when I had my election for county executive during COVID, Mark Zuckerberg put, gave my county $2 million, which what we call Zuckerbucks, for some sort of election integrity and support system. And my opinion is... Our government should be paying for our elections. We should not take a dollar from anybody, whether it's me, you, Nick, or some billionaire. You know, uh, these are the issues that I have stood up for my people in my area of St. Louis, and I want to take that same tenacity statewide. Hey. Paul Barry III running for lieutenant governor. We're going to get a traffic update, quick break. Uh, we'll have a final segment with you, and I am interested in your thoughts of, of Republican voters who feel as if Republicans don't do enough Republican stuff, that you've got sort of the actual conservative constitutionalists. I'll tell you that amongst this area, people see State Senator Mike Moon as the sort of Republican that they like. They feel that this is a guy that actually cares about the Constitution and stands by his convictions. And, and, and he's not somebody controlled by outside influences. And they want more of that, not less. But they feel as if the party is not a representation of what they want. So your thoughts on the overall party and the direction of the Republican Party in the state of Missouri coming up next with Paul Barry III running for lieutenant governor. I'm Nick Reed. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, for all of your home buying needs, your home selling needs, anything and everything you need, read her reviews. I mean, you know, she's she's been partners with this show for a very long time, with the station for a long time. And one of the reasons that we go out of our way to make sure you know about her is because of the absolute top-notch job that she does. Um, you know, we, we recommend her, I recommend her just as I would. And I have people who maybe they don't listen to the show. They're, they don't, you know, kind of stay out of the world of politics and, and they're looking for someone. I, I tell them you got to get Emily Johnson House Theory Realty because I know that, you know, it, she's just going to do the best job possible for you. And so whether it's buying or selling, uh, definitely keep her in mind. And if it's not for you, for someone else, they'll thank you for it. You can find all of her information, as always, under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. The first alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. 
Sunny, 65 for a high today, 46 for a low tonight. Tomorrow, partly sunny, 65. And Sunday, mostly sunny, a high of 70. Paul Barry III with us. He is running for lieutenant governor. And one of the frustrations that, I, I not all Republicans, I suppose, but a lot of Republicans have is we're not seen as Florida. We're not seen as Texas. Um, whenever... And some of this, I'll be honest, is is my characterization. To me, we would be doing things properly if the rest of the country heard our governor and our government demonized like Ron DeSantis is or Greg Abbott is. If we were the whenever there is conversations about people fleeing California and New York and going to it's always Florida, Texas, sometimes Tennessee. And while we may have seen a population increase in Missouri, we're not synonymous with this is a place people are coming because of less government, lower taxes. And that's very frustrating when Republicans hold a supermajority. It's like we can do anything. Why don't we do those things that we claim we believe? Like instead of lowering taxes, we raise taxes at the pump. We do these things. And for a lot of, not all, but again, a lot of Republicans, this is very frustrating to them. What do you say to them? What's your thought about where we are as a state with Republicans having total control? Well, we first have to start off with the uh, proposition that there are a lot of Republicans and, you know, that if they lived in the city of St. Louis, they would be Democrats. But they know they cannot run in the area that they live in yeah, unless, they say, yeah, unless they say that they're a Republican. So you start with that. The second part of it is the lobbyists and consultants. Now, look, I'm a capitalist. I have a problem with nobody making money. I love making money. That's part of being an American. But it's gotten to the point where if you're not a tough guy, Nick, if you don't know how to push back, if you don't know how to sing for your own supper, a lot of people, I'm not going to say a lot, but some politicians aren't built like that, and they depend upon, uh, uh, you know, and I'm not talking about advisors and just people working for you, but when the consultants and lobbyists start telling the legislators how to vote versus bringing up the ideas, we are destined in Missouri for failure. Because what happens is somebody writes a check to a lobbyist, and again, I don't have a problem with them making the money, but I do have a problem with a legislator not seeing it for what it is or more or worse, being terrified about their own election prospects so they won't vote for this bill. I'll give you a perfect example. Um, hopefully I can gain their support, but I don't think they'll give it to me. The Realtors Association. Now, I am a property guy. This should be a shoo-in for me, right? They decided that uh, initiative petitions in Missouri should stay as they are and we shouldn't change anything. Let me tell you why that's a problem. It takes 50% plus one vote to change the Missouri Constitution. You can't even pass a U.S. Senate bill in most cases without 60% or 60 votes, right? So why does that matter? Because now you have all this out-of-state money that flows in, and just like Ohio, okay, and they're going to be facing abortion, uh, which they could end up having abortions up until actual birth. The people in Ohio really don't want it, but there's so much money spent on the advertising and the outreach and the what I call the misdirection. So, you know, that's just a perfect example. And I'm going to actually reach out to the realtors next week. So I'm not talking shouts out to them if they change their mind. But what do I do, Nick? Do I just shut up and take the $25,000 check that my opponents will probably get? Or do I think about my children? Okay. You know, as an African-American, I followed... Uh, Abraham Lincoln, one of the big, you know, 
heroes of, uh, you know, and everybody can argue historically, but I think that it's an example that, you know, Democrats at one point, you know, they were definitely not in the corner of African Americans. And like I say to my... it mildly. Yes, and I'm trying to be nice here. We're on public <laughs> FCC radio. No podcast today. But one thing I can tell you, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. I am a free man of the Union, okay? And as a free man of the Union, I am not going to be bought and paid for. I never took a dime from anybody in politics. And again, I don't fault those that did, but you have to look at the motivation. When, when you're at, you know, when you talk to people like Tom Marks, who's in a completely other part of the state, this may be the first time we actually met in person, but he's followed me for a decade. I followed him for a decade. You have this young black guy that's throwing Molotov cocktails. Now, Nick, you're a smart enough guy to know, and I think you think I'm smart enough, that I do know how to play the game. I do know how to be on the inside. I do know how to, to I guess, to sell myself out. But I have five daughters that I'm defending here. Okay, one in medical school, two in college, and two in middle, middle school. What kind of world am I going to leave them in? It's vastly different. I'm 45 years old, and I can tell you I don't recognize this country over 15 years. And it's interesting as a former Democrat, you know, save a, you know, 10 years ago I was a Democrat. The fact that things have changed so dramatically, and, and I want to bring something else up. I don't listen to CNN or MSNBC except when I need to know the counterpoint. So on my way down here uh, from St. Louis this morning, I was listening to CNN just to see what lies they're going to tell. And they did something really interesting. They went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which was a state that was only won by Democrats by 20,000 votes. They were talking to African-American activists. They went to a 21-year-old Democrat activist almost of the lane of Black Lives Matter, and they says, well, who are you voting for, you know, Trump or Biden? Now, that's supposed to be a T-ball question for the CNN. The guy says, I don't know yet. And John King, who works for CNN, he said, my mouth dropped open. At least he was honest, right? And let's be honest, an African-American 21-year-old liberal door-knocking, pro-abortion, hate guns, want everybody to marry two, threes, or fours, is saying he's not sure about Biden. That's because those failed policies. That's the reason I joined the Republican Party, because I, just despite the fact that I was already pro-life Second Amendment, I hate taxes and government regulation kills businesses, I saw that the African-Americans in general were pulling their votes into one party. That's dangerous, because not only are you not getting anything done, you're taken for granted. Now they're seeing that what's happened over the last three years. And like when I'm in St. Louis and, 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 you know, they'll say, I don't care. Okay. I don't care. You know what this man, the economy is in jobs is where everything leads from. So to bring this together of why me as Lieutenant governor, I want to bring the awesome power to the state of Missouri. And I want to connect the dots. I want to, you know, I'm a running quarterback. I know how to pitch. You know, it doesn't matter who our governor is going to be because I know all three and I know how to deal with all three. And I just want to speak truth to power. When the Kansas City mayor does something crazy, I want to be there. When Springfield says that there's a need here and our, our so-called Republicans aren't being Republicans, give me the anvil to break the logjam. But if not, you're going to elect somebody that's going to be bought and paid for by consultants, thinking about their next station in life. You know, I don't, I'm not worried about my next job or any of those things. 
I, you know, nephew of rock and roll musician Chuck Berry, my uncle taught me to be an individual. He also taught me that you have to stand up for yourself. And there's no way that he would have ever been able to play or do the things that he did in life or all of his accomplishments by being an individual. And for myself, I am really in tune with um, the fact that they are good people up there, but Nick, they need protecting, okay? We have a lot of gray area legislators, and if they had the protection, they sort of want to do the right thing. You know, when I ran for Congress against a Republican uh, incumbent, I had a bunch of state reps and local officials who recognized what I, the efforts that I put in, and you know what they did? They endorsed me, and they all got threatened. I mean, in ways and shapes and forms that even I hadn't seen before. And I asked myself, why is it that, I don't mean to speak about myself in a third person, but for the, for the listeners, why is Paul Berry such a threat to the Republican Party? All I want to do is change things. Why I'm a threat is because they can't control me. The same people that you're fighting on the radio and that the grassroots are fighting are the same people I'm going to fight in Jeff City. I am Paul Berry III, and my goal is to bring us all back together, Missouri first. It is a great pleasure to finally meet you after being connected uh, through social media for some time and look forward to uh, the next time you happen to be through the Springfield area. Paul Berry Third. thank you, sir. Hey, I really appreciate it. And uh, if I may say this, God is good. Believe in him and believe in Jesus. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. More coming up here from Scramblers, the Friday Road Show. I'm Nick Reed. We got happy hour, Retro Metro 4 to 6. Not only will I be there, but... Sarah Myers. Thank you. Hey, Avis, the car rental company and their long-term rental program. Now, the holiday season is among us, and if you are looking for a rental car company, I recommend my friends over at Avis. And while you are there, I also recommend checking out their long-term rental program. This program is great if you are looking to purchase a vehicle soon, but you are wanting to get kind of that longer test drive. It's also really great if you're a person who likes to lease your vehicles, but you're wanting more flexibility. And it is also great if you are a business owner wanting to add to your fleet of vehicles. With the long-term rental program, uh, there's no more trips to the DMV. Uh, You don't have to worry about maintenance. And the best part is if you get into a vehicle that is just not working out for you or maybe you're wanting to swap them out, you can do that with the long-term rental program. So if you want more information on it, I recommend that you swing by the Avis store. It's located off of Fort and Sunshine here in Springfield. And, of course, you can find all of their contact information under the Saros Endorsements tab at ksgf.com and about once a year we are fortunate enough to have george fuller join us which means it's rock and run time how do you do i'm doing great how are you i am doing just fine great to see you i think last time i saw you was at uh don't worry about it. <laughs> that's finicky uh was at walmart oh we, yeah, we works. yeah we sat and talked for a long time we did yeah uh so rock and run it is upon us it's in republic and tell us a bit about it. Yeah, so Ruck and Run started in 2015. It's an opportunity, an impactful, tangible way that the community can gather around veterans to support and honor them and celebrate them. So it's not about a sale. It's about our service members, and that's what Veterans Day is all about. And my passion is to refocus that. Uh, so when is the event? It is November 11th. It's the it's always Veterans Day weekend, but okay. every few years it falls on Veterans Day itself. So 11-11 is Veterans Day. And do you have to be a veteran to participate? Absolutely not. So you can come out, 
You can uh, celebrate our veterans. You can do the walk-run event if you want, and you don't have to. It's just a celebration. We have a big fire pit. We've got uh, free axe throwing. We've got pumpkin pancakes, free coffee. I mean, it's a celebration again. So we're trying to make it like the Veterans Day equivalent of the uh, uh, pumpkin days or have a blast in Republic. And so we're just gathering that in. But uh, I want your listeners to know that it's not just a walk-run event. It's a celebration of our service members. So you don't have to be a veteran to do it, but you're, if you want to do the walk-run event, you can get a small taste of what military training is all about, and you can do it with them. So what better way to celebrate veterans than to do an event with them and hear their stories and, and get a small taste of military training? Well, it may sound odd, but a lot of people might not participate who otherwise would because not being in the military, they're like, what does Ruck even mean? They, they, that, right. that term is something they're not familiar with. So for those that don't know. Yeah, rucking is um, just walking with a backpack. It's pretty easy. So the military, you see them walking with a backpack, their gear, hiking would be another way, backpacking. So in the military, we call it rucking. So the ruck part is where you walk with a backpack. You can do the ruck or you can do the run. So we named it Ruck and Run, but it would be worse to say Ruck or Run. So it's we're doing the ruck and run together because yeah. it's a community event. Well, sure. But you choose to ruck with a backpack, and you can put canned goods in there to donate to veterans that are homeless, or you can choose to do the run and you don't have the the uh, backpack. There's stations along the route where you do exercises. There's drill sergeants and people kind of motivating you or yelling at you to to keep going. So it, it is a good. It's a family friendly event. Uh, so the drill sergeants aren't going to drop any f bombs or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. But. Right. I, I just think increasingly any event where people are outside and they're hanging out, communicating with one another is positive. I mean, that used to be something that was always done, but it's fewer and far between. So right. that in and of itself is of a benefit. People who want to participate, is there a cost to this, and what should they expect that day? There is a cost. So... Um, so if you're going to do the walk-run portion, there's a registration fee just like with any other 5K, but this isn't your typical 5K, of course. You're going to do uh, one of the distances that you can pick, so you can ruck it or run it. You can do one of the distances, and uh, you can do it as a competitor or a participant. The participant, you do it for fun. So whatever the the stations are as far as push-ups and, and uh, jumping jacks, you can do one, you can do 10, you can do 25. Or just go pass. Right, and, or just pass. That's fine. We want to. We want you to have fun, but if you're a competitor and you're looking for a placement medal to earn, then you're going to do a, a set of exercises uh, that are required plus a required weight limit in your backpack. So, um, again, if you're doing it for fun, it's just a participant. So there is a cost. There's not a cost to show up and just celebrate our veterans. Okay. And uh, I wanted to touch upon that fire pit in just a second, but I wanted to mention first the uh, 0.9 mile option. So you can come out, it's totally free. It's a 0.9 mile, it's not even one mile. You can go down to station one, which is the push-ups. You can experience the push-up station and then come right back. You don't have to pay anything for that. So it's a good uh, way to get people involved. Maybe kids want to do it. It's a good way to get it uh, get it done and, and uh, just to just a starter pack if you will but the fire pit is our uh, representation of gathering around the community when i was in iraq i was around a fire pit after the mission we were celebrating not only surviving but we were talking about what's it going to feel like when we get back and we would give anything to mow the grass you know or feel grass on our bare feet or or hug our children or anything and we connected around that fire pit so i made that a centralized theme 
year one, and we have this huge, huge fire pit right in front of the stage, and you're not going to find that in any other event. Our event is very, very unique, and it comes from me being a former senior drill sergeant. I'm currently serving in the military. I'm down here on leave, and I do this outside of uh, my military duties. Where in Republic does this take place? So at Meadowview Baptist Church, it's uh, 1100 West State Highway 174, and it is on their church ground, so they're hosting it for us. Right. And then they have this uh, right there where the church property ends, Meadowview Lane starts, so where the asphalt and the grass meet, then that's our start and finish. So you go out and you come back. Anything I'm missing? Ruckandrun.org, that's R-U-C-K-N-R-U-N.org. We want to see you by the fire pit. And uh, just uh, and we are a nonprofit veterans organization, so it's, it's important for that to be spread as well. So we help veterans that are in need, currently serving that are in need, families of the fallen, and we also set up the Military Kids Scholarship where you can uh, donate to that if you want, or if you're a senior listening out there or you have a student that's a senior that is also a military kid, they can submit an essay to uh, be in the running for this scholarship and then the scholarships presented to one male one female senior in the greater springfield area from our stage at the event one thousand dollars each all right we'll get that website info up as well in case people forget it they're driving and they're racking their brains we'll have it up on our social media and uh as as always annually it's great to see you. thank you it's good to see you right. and good to be here all right george fuller everyone springfield's talk live we are broadcasting of course from scramblers this morning friday road show i'm nick reed all right those of you who won exclusive tickets for my private showing of one of my favorite movies the burbs We'll see you at Alamo Draft House tomorrow. The movie starts at 1. You will be berated if you're not there on time. In fact, you can get there at 1230. Uh, we're going to have some prize giveaways and stuff. And if you've not been there, you, that'll give you, you know, time. Uh, of course, if you've been there, you know getting there early gives you time to order. If you want a, an adult beverage or lunch or just popcorn, whatever it is that you may want. Um, but we definitely look forward to that. If you were one of the folks who were really wanting to go, but you just didn't manage to win tickets, you have a last chance to do so. And that's going to be at our happy hour, Retro Metro 4 to 6 tonight. So come by. I keep saying tonight, uh, this afternoon. So swing by, get registered for that, and hang out with us as well as we kick off the weekend. And don't forget, I'll mention it again, Weather's going to be great. You're out driving around. You hit that Woodvale development. You see the big Aller Building Company sign, do a drive-through, and, and you may find your next brand-new home and do a walk-through. And you're like, my gosh, there's nothing. It, there's no countertop selection. We don't have the fixtures. We, and while some do, those that don't, that's why they have the showroom floor. You get to pick it all out, one location, to make that house your home. Aller Building Company, O-L-L-E-R, under Nick's endorsements at KSGF.com. See you at 4 to 6 Retro Metro this afternoon. I'm Nick Reed.